Welcome to another episode of Video Vampires. This is Mickey and Jessica. First and foremost, uh, thank you to everybody who checked out the last episode. Uh, it was very nice for that brief yeah. moment to the see us. The brief moment in the sun for it, both of us. To see us in the top 10 on iTunes. It was funny because when I got the text, the person, you know, Kurt, who was our last guest, he saw yeah. it for. By the time I saw it, it was at 9. And then I think by the time you might have checked it, it had already dropped to like. You know, in the top twenty, and then it like, and then the way it took I the didn't next even. Day. I just believed your message because I when I I was in what another was country, a, so I, I sent couldn't... a picture. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Pictures That's don't us? lie. Pictures don't lie. <laughs> um, so thank you to everybody. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, Jess, you were in another country. I was. I was in two other countries. I went to Amsterdam, um, in the Netherlands, and then Iceland, um, which is both are exceptional places and you should go if you have the chance honestly wow airlines has like some cheap ass flights and you can take a layover so you know it's doable for for those who are looking to get out of the united states wait how, i mean in a ballpark how much was it well you can from la it's like mostly from like three places like lax boston and chicago are like the three main ports that wow flies out of but like uh you can get there for like 500 sometimes under Round trip? Yeah. Hachi, and Hachi. and with the layover included because it's like, I don't know if it's law or whatever, or if it's just the airline that does it, but they do a layover as long as you go to Iceland. You could do a layover That's for right. five days. I heard about that, yeah. Um, so it's fucking, it's, it's awesome. It's really cool. Iceland is like the most ridiculous looking place I've ever been to. It looks like an alien planet, um, but you should go. Unfortunately, uh, I didn't see any movies there, but I did watch some recently. Yeah, what did you watch? Uh, I saw Brigsby Bear, mm-hmm. which was honestly a very sweet movie. Um, it uh, takes place at a, I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but this boy, um, man, this man child right. was abducted when he was younger. And, you know, they kind of, it played on the fact that when he was abducted when he was younger and brought up by people um, who were eccentric and crazy, but also created the show for him called Brigsby Bear. And it is, it takes this, like, really a harsh subject matter and kind of um, makes it very sweet and understanding, if, if that's the way. Okay. Um, I don't know. It, it is a very, I, like, cried at the end because it was very cute. But it is, like, a lot of references to pop culture and how it can bring a lot of people together. I don't know. I thought it was good. I really liked it. Yeah. And then I saw um, A Fantastic Woman. Which was, I think, nominated for Best Foreign Film? I could be wrong. Um, I can't remember who did it. It was like Se- Sebastian something. I'm going to look it up real quick. But it was really exceptional. I cried at multiple points in the theater. Um, Daniela Vega is just spectacular. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to just see who directed it really quick. But it's about a trans woman who uh, her her lover dies unexpectedly and you know it's about her dealing with the family and not being able to grieve um sebastian uh lelio i could be pronouncing that wrong but wow it was it was beautiful and it was heart-wrenching there are so many points in the movie where i wanted to like yell at the screen you know what i mean but like that's not fair you know you can't do that to them and it is it is great, and at the end, you feel, you know, validated, which, you know, you always want from some of those films. But those are the sure. two films that I saw recently. Yeah, I spent the weekend uh, home alone, so I binged 
like mm-hmm. nonstop. <laughs> I watched. Let's see. I started off on. I watched. Uh, I kind of completed the American Horror Project uh, set from Arrow Video, so I watched uh, which which uh, which oh, came yeah. from the sea is one of them. I watched this movie called Malatesta's Carnival of Blood, which was Ooh. Uh, shot in um, the fair a fairground or a carnival ground that uh, where my my stepdad and my aunt grew up. Really so, um, weird. It is weird. Uh, I mean, by the time I was you know born and I was a kid, like that place, and we'd go visit my grandmother. It didn't exist anymore. But um, it was definitely a movie where they were like, "We got this location. Let's." just use it and um i guess they shot at nights and it is simultaneously one of the worst movies i've ever seen and also (laughs) one of the best just because the cinematography is phenomenal like Mm -hmm. it's so good for like no money um there and there's definitely some weird atmosphere but the plot is just like i couldn't even tell you the plot because it was like uh family goes to a carnival works for a carnival but they're really there trying to find a missing kid mm-hmm. and the carnival owner is this weird magician type who has like a family of like cannibals underneath the, the carnival grounds and um that is almost the gist of it um the all the other the 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 main villain's sidekick who's like i don't know he's kind of he may be a vampire yeah it's uh <laughs> it kind of reminded me of like the room you know, we're that like it's so bad. Well, no, 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 not yeah, but also like not not the the quality because like this movie is actually better than the room, but more of like um what was that uh, the disaster artist when he's like you know Johnny all American guy and maybe Johnny's a vampire we'll see I feel like it was written in the same fashion where it was like and then this guy's a vampire but maybe he's not um I watched that I rewatched a movie called Future Kill which is also really bad it was um it was made in austin in the 80s and it's got uh giger artwork for the poster mm-hmm. like i think most of the budget went into the the marketing um it's got ed neal who played the hitchhiker in texas chancel massacre and it's got uh marilyn burns who plays sally in texas chancel massacre and it's this weird like comp trying to be like this combination of like i don't know a mat a post-apocalyptic horror film with a frat film you know it's like this fraternity these frat boys they 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 kidnap the they try to attack the leader of this like anti-nuke punk movement Mm -hmm. and then they have to escape from this like weird like it's supposed to be austin but it's like this weird like version of austin that maybe is in the future maybe he's not i don't know it's not a very good movie i had seen it once before and i was like you know what i have it on video i'm gonna give it another shot and i was like man um, this is something. This is something else. Uh, <laughs> and then I washed that all down with, um, oh God, I can't even remember what I watched after that. I think I watched Predator, but then, uh, yeah. starting to cycle of new Good. ones. Yeah, right? I, um, and then on Saturday I watched, um, let's see, I watched another movie in that American Horror Project called The Premonition. Which was actually pretty good. Oh wait, there. All right, I have I haven't seen the Premonition, but there is a movie called Premonition uh-huh. with Sandra Bullock. No, this is not the one. <laughs> I listen. I watched it the other day because I was that bored, and I because I was like, oh, I sort of remember this movie, and it's uh, it's really stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this, it's not. This one's not stupid. It's not amazing, <laughs> but it's yeah. it, and it, but it definitely has creepy moments. But like really, the the best part about it is it's got Richard Lynch in it, who passed away I think two years ago. I, I can't 
think of a movie off the top of my head that you might have seen him in, but you've definitely seen him before. Yeah. He's uh, he was a very he was a character actor. He was using a lot of movies. He's kind of like burned on the bottom of his like like kind of like the bottom of his face and his like neck, but like he always worked with it. Mm-hmm. I've seen him in a few horror movies, and he's fucking great. It's like sometimes you watch him in a movie and you're like, hey, this guy's actually really good. What the fuck is he doing? In this movie, in the premonition, he's actually—it's a really—it's a good movie. So, uh, then I watched Ed uh, Orgy of the Dead, which is uh, Ooh, written, written by Ed. Great. It was. It was written <laughs> by Ed Wood. It all it is is Criswell just sitting in the cemetery with a vampire lookalike. Um, there's two a couple that have strand, like wandered into a graveyard, mm-hmm. and Criswell plays like the Lord, the Emperor of the Dead, and he's entertaining himself that night by having sexy women just come out and dance one at a time. Uh, like all different, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, there's no orgy in it. Um, yeah. I think unless you, you know, you replace orgy with dancing. But uh, I, uh, I enjoyed it. Can't can't lie. I can't say I was. I was. <laughs> uh, and then I watched. Um, and I, w- I was telling you about this before we started. I watched this Albert Pyun movie called Vicious Lips. Yeah. Which um was like a uh, Empire Films. Uh, Empire was Charles Band, the guy who did like Subspecies and um. Doll Man and uh, all those sh- all those movies. He had produced this movie called Vicious Lips that Albert Pion. Albert Pion, um, I might have mentioned before, he is the B movie Woody Allen. Like he yeah. has like such a, he he's made like so he married his no 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 I I meant more of like his output I'm yeah no no but <laughs> no, no. I, I meant more like his output like how much movies he does but like yeah and Albert Pion's just like Woody Allen also disregarding you know I know yeah you know what I, I mean know. but. But uh, but in the sense that when Woody Allen was like, when a movie when he does a good movie, it's really really good. When he does a bad movie, you're just it's, like, eh. Yeah. You know, and and I feel like the good and bad are few and far between. You know. Yeah. Um, Albert Pion's the same way. Like once in a while, he comes like he makes like thirty movies like a year practically. Mm-hmm. I'm making that up, obviously, but only a few of them are like nail it. But when they nail it, you're like, it's it's like, really enjoyable. Like he did Cyborg with Van Damme. Oh yeah, which I love. I'm like, I actually think that movie is like criminally. Van Damme's done though. So. Uh, even though, yes, Double Impact. No, I, I, I agree with you. Okay. I'm just saying that like Cyborg is probably. Anyway, uh, he also did a movie called <laughs> Dangerously Close, which was great. But he, they did this movie called Vicious Lips about a new wave punk girl oh. band in space, like having to get to a gig, and of course, like that sounds cool though. It is. It's really cool. I, there was so many times during the movie I was going, "What the." fuck like i didn't know what was going on but i enjoyed it that all the same um yeah. and then uh yeah that's that that pretty much covered my binging and then um but uh you know kind of slowly moving into the topic of the movie that we watched and everything um i kind of was thinking about this but remakes and and the reason why i bring that up actually is because when i was watching some of these movies this weekend i was like man i wonder if like There's... some of these could be remade and like elegantly <laughs> well not elegantly but like Nah, i mean that in a certain context sure like when i was watching future kill i was like god there's so many there's parts of this movie that could be really cool if you redid it you yeah know? well okay so we were talking about this because i was like i can't think of any and then obviously carpenter comes up with uh the thing yeah absolutely and uh also i, I would th- argue the thing i mean i love the original but yeah. i would argue the thing is it's probably, better it's better it's, yeah. i agree i think carpenter's thing is better i think it's better than most movies i, I agree 
Um, also, I love Cape Fear with. Uh, oh yeah, that's a that's with, a good one. Uh, with De Niro, he yeah. is so good. Oh my god, I I watch it like fairly often. Um, yeah. And De Niro is just so fucking scary. That's funny. You know, I always forget that that's a remake. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh yeah, okay. Another one um, that I saw was War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds. I do, I really like that. Also, who fuck? Who was I just talking about that? Um, oh, it's in um, Pop Star where they use the sound from the Spielberg War of the Worlds um, in in their uh, comedy you know sure. movie, and I thought that was so funny because that sound is so scary. Um, but the, have you seen it, the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds? Yeah, and I thought like the first. Two thirds of it were actually pretty good. Yeah, and then uh, you didn't like I didn't, the finalists. I didn't. I didn't care for the sun showing. You know. Yeah. Being alive. I can see that. I don't think it's. Well, I think it's pretty good. I haven't seen it in a while, but there are some cruise movies that are like still fairly decent. Like I like that Edge of Tomorrow movie too. I didn't see that. I missed that one. Um, um, but yeah, I remember it being scary. Um, from when I saw it, and then let me try another thing. Uh, The Fly, I think, is a great. <gasps> Uh, yes, okay, The Fly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I would even argue that's better than the original as well. I can't. Yeah, I agree. And it's, like, so disgusting at some point. Oh, yeah. I think it's better. I do like the Cronenberg I do play. love it. Um, the Blob remake, I think, is, a yeah. be- is actually better than the original. And I like the original, but the Blob remake, dude, Kevin Dillon rules. Guy just fucking rocks. Rules. Um, I liked, I didn't oh. love... Go ahead. What were you going to say? Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, yep. With Stalin Sol- Sutherland. That, I like that one. Yeah, I love that one, actually. It's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. There's like, it kind of sucks because I don't like when foreign movies are remade into American movies, even though they're not bad. Like, The Departed came up. Yeah. It's not a horror film, but it is a remake of a Japanese film. Um, Was it Japanese or Chinese? Oh, shit. I don't know. Oh. I think it's Japanese. I think it's Chinese, my dear. I could be wrong. I'm um, probably wrong. I want to look it up right Watch now. it be Korean and we're both racist. I know. Shit. Um, but yes, internal affairs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely look that up so I can feel validated that we're not, um, or that one of us is not a horrible human being. Um, oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I can, I'll take it. Um... I didn't. I liked, but I didn't. Well, because they also did a bunch of um, Swedish films. They did um, all the girl with the dragon tattoo, which I do like. I like David Fincher a lot. Yeah. But I felt like it didn't really need to be remade. But if it did, I liked that it was Fincher. You know what I mean? I, and it wasn't bad. Right. I liked Last House on the Left, which is technically a remake oh, yeah, of uh, Virgin that. Spring. I saw that. But they also remade Last House on the Left. But Last House on the Left itself was a remake of a. Swedish film. Oh, see? But not really. It wasn't... I mean, it was basically taken... And then it was remade again. Right. I mean, like, it wasn't so much as a remake as more of, like, inspired by Igmar Bergman's The Virgin Spring. But then, yes, they remade... uh, Actually, the Craven remakes, except for Nightmare on Elm Street, aren't half bad. Like, uh, the Hills of Eyes remake is actually okay. Yeah. Uh, I like the original better. um, But The Last House on the Left wasn't awful. Um, I liked, I didn't love the Fright Night remake. I love the movie Fright I, Night. I kind of liked it. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I had, I enjoyed oh, it. what's his name? Anton um, Yelchin, yeah. Yeah. And Colin, Colin Farrell's in it, isn't Colin he? Farrell's, yeah, he's the, um, he's the Jerry yeah. Dandridge. He's handsome. David Tennant was in it. I mean, like, I, like I said, I didn't love it, but I yeah. saw it. I own it. Did you see 
uh, I don't know how what they named it. Let me in. It's like let the right after one, the, the remake let, of Let the Right One In. I I actually I didn't see it because I like Let the Right One In so much that I was like I don't feel like fucking seeing. It. They remade Carrie too, which me, I actually saw it and it's stupid. It's, well, I worked on a, a film at uh, that one of the people who worked on the film was um, I worked on a film with somebody who worked had just come off working on the um, Let the Right One In remake. Okay, and immediately turned off turned me off when he was like he was like yeah i mean i think we like we took like you know the good stuff from the original but we like made it like better and i was like oh that, okay it's that attitude that yeah. makes me not want to see a remake because it's like it's like when the guy who remade night realm street was talking about it he was like yeah we're trying to make it scary and it's like motherfucker like the original is awesome yeah like, uh and, and when you don't have respect for the source material then it's then yeah. it's right and, and like that's shit. why the thing works because John Carpenter loved the original. In fact, the original thing. Yeah. If you watch Halloween, that's what they're, you know, that's what Jamie Lee Curtis and her her babysitting charge are watching. They're you know, yeah. Carpenter clearly loved the original thing, and he wasn't trying to, uh, be better than it. So he went a different direction. That's why I support. Uh, that's the really the only reason why I support the Suspiria, Suspiria. Yeah. remake. Um, Time's gonna tell on that one. I can't. I, I'm interested. I too. I I think you should watch Call Me by Your Name, I and will. I think you should see interviews with him because it really makes a difference yeah i know and and, and like that thing is what like when he like it was when colin farrell was in when he was doing yeah. interviews for fright night and he was saying how much he loved the original he's like i yeah. own the original i love the original um uh that made me go okay at least the, some of the people that are involved with this stuff know are about, like yeah, yeah and 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 they they have a, a a fondness or appreciation for it they have respect for it um you know, and and I liked and I didn't love, but I liked the Evil Dead remake. But also, I I did too. I saw I saw it in the movie theater. I remember being like, "Wow, this is better than I thought." Yeah, it was gonna be. I've only seen it in the theater, but I yeah, I I like I again, I enjoyed it. I didn't see like I, I'll admit I haven't seen any of the William Castle remakes, like House on Haunted Hill. I did. Thirteen uh, Ghosts. What was her name? Famic Jensen or whatever. Fomke Jansen, you just came from Fomke. I think so, right? Fomke? I don't know. I've you just never... came. You just came from her motherland. Is she from Iceland? Oh, maybe she's not. Maybe I don't she's... know. I've never known how to pronounce her name. I just assumed this is. But anyway, Jean Grey, the babe. Yeah, um, she's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it, but I like sometimes these bad horror movies. Yeah, well, I love bad horror movies. In fact, um. Kind of a remake of a movie that I really liked was uh, the remake of Night of the Demons. I do too. Okay, um, oh, dude, Edward Furlong looking so nasty, but still good in it. Yeah, he um, was, he's I a, do really like it. And then instead of um, what's that band? They have the, the typo negative. Right, exactly. So and I, yeah, so it's we, good. We watched. We just watched the original Night of the Demons. Um, just now, uh, Jess, you had never seen it before, right? No, and it's—I always knew that it existed. I just kind of—I saw the remake before I saw this, obviously. Um, so yeah, so it's 1988. Um, Kevin Tenney he had just done a movie called Witchboard. I don't know if you ever saw that. No. Witchboard had Tawny Katan. Um, Ooh, really? Yeah, it's—it's it's a little—it's a different movie than this. I mean, it's still a horror movie, but he's—he's he's trying to go for more of like old-fashioned, you know, scares. He's like, it's kind of like, he made Witchboard. It almost feels like he's trying to like, you know, I know these slasher films are a big thing right now, but I'm going against the grain. But, um, two years later, he makes Night of the Demons, which is going totally with the grain. Uh, but, I enjoy it. I, yeah. uh, this was a movie that 
I think worked so well in the video rental age, like when you were a kid and you rented a bunch of movies yeah. with your friends. Um, or if it, on a Friday night, like apparently this movie got like a limited release, but it did really well. Like it played in like some. Did it really? Yeah. Um, but it, the video cover was also another one of those that stood out to me as a kid. Um, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with Steve and, and episode oh, yeah. four or five, where like um, when you see something in writing, it suddenly t- like when it, you know it said like you know Angela's having a party. Do, did we talk about this one? Because I feel like I've seen this before. No, we didn't. But it was one of the things where it's like Angela's having a party. Freddie and Jason were invited, but they're too scared to come. And I was like, oh my god! Yeah. If, if Freddie and Jason are too afraid, then You're it's like, gonna be really scary. It's not really scary. I like I like how it played. Like obviously, uh, Judy is wearing um, an Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah, I like how it played on like the cheesy. I I I always kind of appreciate that. I agree. Um, I like. Uh, I feel like the character Judy is named Judy. They only named her yeah. Judy just to get away with that run Judy run line. Yeah. Um. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, so Night of the Demons, brief uh, synopsis, group of kids going to a, uh, a party, and I love the fact that they call it a party mm-hmm. when it's really just like six or seven people <laughs> hanging out in a haunted uh, mortuary uh, or funeral home that's supposedly yeah. haunted, which right off the bat is awesome, and um, they, you know, they rock out to a boombox, mm-hmm. they dance with a strobe light as if they've never been able to do that before, ever. I'm like, oh my god. I love that line um, yeah. that, that, like, I found it in my mom's closet. She used to be an acid head. And it's yeah. like, man, strobe lights were such a commodity in, uh, <laughs> in 1988. Um, and I mean, like, some of the best dialogue in a movie. Yeah. Like, uh, and all, most of it coming from that character, Stooge, who's dressed up as, like, the pig. Oh, like, my God. Like, festering yeah. fuckwads and eat a bowl of fuck. I'm here to party. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring that back. Yeah, I th- eatable of fuck. It was a good one, mm-hmm. and it was he. His line was so it delivered really well. So I decided that I'm gonna incorporate that back into my own I, vocabulary. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, the other cool thing is that like, so it has Lynette, You know, it has a bunch of people that. Uh, I mean, have been in. Um, yeah, like Jay, like Judy's boyfriend in the beginning of the movie, who turns out to be a scumbag douchebag who thinks he's gonna get laid yeah he also plays um that, that was played by lance fenton who was also in the movie heathers yeah as a jock douchebag who thinks yeah. he's gonna get laid and gets killed i love my dead gay son uh yes I, yeah no um no he yes he's it, not dead he's not he's not the dead gay he's not that one i think he's just a dead yeah i'm trying to remember if i thought he was because I, I remember no 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 no, no. like he is one of the two guys who gets killed i don't know if it's his dad who says that about oh. him? Or it's the other the other character gets killed. Who doesn't love his? Who like Ram? Um, but uh, but it's also got and then it's got this guy you know the guy who plays Max who's kind of like the one who gives all the expository dialogue who's like you know you know this place was built on a blah 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 and you're just like and he's just a like, whole give, story he gives you the entire you know story just in case you get lost. I've only seen him in like a Twenty One Jump Street episode where he plays a kid who's got. He AIDS. looks familiar. Oh yeah. 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 Yes, I remember because all right, my friend Jana had them all. My friend Jana, kudos to her because she has probably every episode of Twenty One Jump Street on VHS that she taped from the TV. Okay, and every episode of um, Booker. 
<laughs> no, why am I um thinking David Wayne and the state? Yes, the state. She had it. That's how like I watched a bunch of his because she had it. But anyway, I remember that episode. Yeah. Thank you, Jonna. Yeah. So um, I had I used to have episodes of Twenty One Jump Street on tape. Um, Jump down on Jump Street. It used to be my favorite show when I was a kid. It's still <laughs> one of my favorite shows. Like I was still geek out watching it. But uh, aside from that, no one is terribly familiar except for. Lene Quigley, who yeah. I said before is in my top ten crushes of all time, celebrity wise, you know. Um, you know, Lene Quigley who was in Return of the Living Dead. Um, she I mean, she has a blink and you'll miss it. She, you don't even really know yeah. it's her Nightmare on Elm Street Four, but she's in that. Um uh Savage Streets with, mm-hmm. with Linda Blair, um, where she plays the deaf mute sister who gets sexually assaulted. It's uh Anyway, Lene yeah. uh, Quigley, though, she, and, and granted, I, and I love her to death, she does look a little bit too old to be playing a teenager in this. Yeah. And she was, for sure. Like, she didn't think she was young enough, for, like, she wasn't even going to bother, but um, they wanted I guess when you're getting paid, you know. Yeah. And um, she has a very memorable scene in the movie, too, where she, like, is, she, insert, you know, well, it's the lipstick, it's, it's the scene with the lipstick. The, the lipstick the, boob. The, that they do in the remake, and they kind of take it. And I feel like you kind of have to in a remake. But I love that line. Yeah. In the remake. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. But it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if this happened in the original, what are we going to do? And it's like, To oh, make it, yeah. yeah. To make to take it that one step further. And I, I like that. Um, but the the uh, the main girl was throwing the party. Her name is Angela. Uh, in real life, she was, uh, she is, or, you know, uh, she's Dancing. the niece of the late Rue McClanahan who played Blanche on Golden Girls. Oh, really? Yeah. She's also a dancer. Now she's a um, animal whisperer. A legit profession, I guess. <laughs> uh, depends. All on... animals are certain animals. I don't. Know? That I don't know. I know she's written a few books. She does like tours and stuff like that about like Caesar. Shush. Yeah. Shush. What is that? What he does? Shush. When? Caesar the dog whisperer. Oh, I've never fucking watched that stuff. I don't know. I know that <laughs> you know that's what he does. He is like shush, and the dogs are like yes, master, or whatever. The dogs don't actually talk back. They don't. From what I know, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. But <laughs> um, the weird thing about you know um, Amelia Kincaid is that she became the the kind of the face of this franchise. They yeah. so there's two other Night of the Demons movies before we get to the remake. Oh yeah, that's right. And she is the main character Linnea quickly though in my mind i was like why is the best one well yeah but also why is why was it really why is the angela character singled out as the the lead demon and she's not the first because one to get she is the one who put on the party maybe. Mm. she's the one who wanted to have the party there yeah i guess yeah you know it could be like a weird but she's not the first one uh, we get some. We get a brief girl-on-girl kiss in this yeah. movie, which uh, which is funny because everyone seemed really confused rather than like turned on. Yeah. Well, it does. It, I mean, it kind of happens out of nowhere. You're yeah, like, oh, that like, what? There was no build-up to that. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like Night of the Demons because it totally takes all of the you know the tropes in a a, a horror movie, yeah. like a slasher film, and kind of kind of flips them on the end. So the douchey guy in the beginning, Sal. Uh, oh, I who love is Sam. right? Who is who is who is uh, Judy's ex date or ex boyfriend? You know, like they set it up so that Sal is a douchebag, and yeah. and Jay is her Judy's current date is gonna be this nice guy, 
and they actually flip it where like yeah Sal's a hero Sal's a hero and Jay was just dating Judy because he thought he could get some you know yeah jerk uh, like a real piece of shit yep um they uh they have that going on I I, I you know again the whole Alice in Wonderland thing um Usually in, you know, and I hate to say this, but in 80s horror films, or a lot of horror films, the black kid always goes first. Yeah. This one doesn't. This one actually makes it to the end. Yeah. He, he has a few moments where you're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are yeah. you running away? Come like, on, you little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things I love is that. But he survived. Yeah. That's the important part. That, that, that's what I was, yeah, that's what we were getting at. But, like, what I like about this movie is. You know, it, it, it gets down to, like, the nitty-gritty where you got, like, two survivors left and they're being chased by these demons, these horrible demons that can glide across the fucking... When, like, you know, when, when Angela's yeah. chasing, she's, like, gliding. Great stuff. It seems like the biggest weakness for these demons, though, are closed doors. <laughs> like, there's so many scenes where somebody <laughs> runs and closes the door behind them, you know, stop it, and the demon just runs up to it and starts pounding on the door. And it's like, man, like, <laughs> you, can't just, you can't just break through, huh? Um... I mean, like, they, they, like Angela can make, like, she, you know, she's, like, they, she gets scorched at one point. Like, uh, Judy, you know, kind of has, like, a, a eureka moment. She's like, I have a lighter in my pocket that I stole earlier. I have a pipe spewing out gas. I'll make a flamethrower. She torches two of the demons. They end up coming back fine, but they can't get past the closed door. I mean, they're a little, they were burnt in the face. Maybe it burnt their eyes. No, but even before that. I know. I'm but, trying. But it's funny. It's funny because in the remake, I feel like whoever, you know, I can't remember who remade the, the, did the remake, but I feel like they kind of looked at some of these, these things and were like, okay, they can't get in that door because there's writing on the wall that keeps them from coming. Yeah. Like they they, they kind of, they kind of like, we got to come up with answers for these questions. Yeah. Um, I do like how in the remake, like you were saying, there's this whole, you know, really cool. Da- Actually, I really dig this dance number too. Yeah, uh, I do too. The typo negative. I think that's what like sold it completely for me and Sarah when we were watching it. We were like, "Yes, so sick." So in 1988, <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're gonna have Bauhaus. Yes, you're gonna, you're gonna have you. So you got the- a good song, man. That yeah. was a good dance scene that's too. A good, that's a, I will. Uh, Amelia Kincaid, uh, who plays Angela, she. I mean, uh, yeah, it plays she Angela. Choreograph she choreographed it. Huh? Did she choreograph? I think it? she did. Yeah. That's cool. She was a dancer. Uh, I think she was in the. <laughs> she movie. looked good. She was in the movie Fame, or oh, the TV yeah. show Fame, TV. which was after the movie. But I can't remember. But anyway, she was in that. Fame. Yeah. Exactly. Fame she um. You know she, she that is a fantastic scene, and I really like how they like kind of again they they in the remake they went we like that scene we want to kind of keep that there what how what's the 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 you know the later equivalent of Bauhaus. Oh, typo negative. Yeah, that's it. It's a good choice. Yeah, it was a great choice. Um, Because you could have gone so far on the other end. I think the remake was made during like the new metal push so it could have gotten worse. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I really dug that. Um, But yeah, this movie is like, it's a great, stupid, really stupid Halloween film. It's like just enough campy that it's funny, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's still like gruesome. And it knows, it's not. Yeah, it knows it's like a joke instead of. Right. Yeah. They drop enough hints in there that you go, okay, they know what they're doing, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I like that ending sub story. 
Oh, yeah, so, you know... Which is good. It was definitely an 80s thing to do, I feel like. Well, it, it doesn't make any sense, though, but the old there's an old man in the very beginning of the movie <laughs> that is... I like he, it. He's, he's getting scared by the kids. Like, the one after another, they just keep scaring the shit. Like, you know, like, Stooge and all them drive by, and they moon him. Yeah. And then a minute later, Sal shows up, and he scares him. And, and by the way, why is Sal the only person in this town who's got a thick New York accent? I, okay, I was thinking that in the beginning. I was like, wait, we went New York to Southern because in the in the um, convenience store. Oh yeah, exactly. Know? I was uh, like, wait, where are we? Um, the convenience store, which is funny because in the remake, um, there's a scene where the kids are trick or treating, and there's a girl bent over uh-huh. in the same outfit. And she's doing this, like, wiggling her ass the same way. And then she gets up, and it's Linnea Quigley, playing mm-hmm. the same exact character, oh, is wearing it? the same dress. I mean, she's older now, but uh, I liked that, too. Again, it was yeah. one of those things where it's like, whoever made this remake at least appreciates the original. Yes. You know? Um, but yeah, this old guy who just, uh, he's getting scared. He gets mooned by the kids. He gets scared by Sal. And then Judy accidentally scares him. Um you know, he's carrying a bag, grocery bag of apples and razor blades, which we can see where that goes. <laughs> it does go in the direction we think it's going to go, just not quite. There's a yeah. little twist about it at the end. Uh, let's real quickly, Judy, um, her brother is a little bastard who's also yeah, well, kind of a pervert. Shit. Yeah, um, weird. Talking about his sister's bodacious tatas yeah. and like, stuff like that. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I really, mm-hmm. I dig. Night of the Demons, it really did kind of, and it, it did, the sequel, Night of the Demons 2, is actually a lot of fun, too. It's, yeah. It was, like, early 90s. This is 88, so this one was early, early 90s. The woman who plays Angela's back. Um, it kind of, uh, it has the same kind of, like, we're going to go so far that you're going to know we're joking around. Like, at one point, uh, another member of Heather, another cast member from Heather's is in the sequel. Uh, the woman who played Veronica's mother plays a, a nun who ends up, like, totally kicking ass. Like, yeah. kind of like those weird ninja nun. Um, but the, the, the sequel's good. It's got uh, Christine Taylor. Uh, ben oh, Stiller's really? Movie. Yeah. I uh, like Christine Taylor. Pre-Brady pre Bunch movie, pre-Ben Stiller life. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah. It, and that one adds a little bit more of, like, a sexual, like, you know, oh, the demons, like, you know, like, I think Angela possesses one guy by fucking him. On, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, as a demon, not like as a hot like oh, and then she turns into one, <laughs> um, and she's full on demon like straddling this guy, um, but the yeah the, the original it, it's, I also love the soundtrack which was done by the director's brother yeah it's you know it's got that goofy like um, campy like over the top synth score you know like mm-hmm. uh, like almost as if somebody had gotten like, a Casio keyboard and just yeah like, it was like boop, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. But then there's those songs, those, like, little songs in between, like, uh, the one that they're all dancing to. Yeah. Uh, that's, like, a lot of fun. Like, the, you remember the last song at the end, you were like, wow, this is a, the closing credits song? That, yeah. The soundtrack is definitely something that I, I, I played, we were all playing a board game in the night, and I was like, I want to put on, I haven't listened to this in a while, and I put on the Night of the Demons soundtrack, and mm-hmm. people had a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> it wasn't quite the same party that they had in the movie, but. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's your typical Halloween horror movie, like, they, kids having a party, do something, they have like a seance or they do something stupid that disturbs something you don't want to disturb. And then one by one, they're getting possessed and they're killing each other in like, you know, one kid gets his eyeballs gouged out. Um, one girl gets her head twisted the other way. Yeah. Uh, one kid gets beaten to death with a, uh, a casket door. Yeah. Um, uh, impaled. Impaled. Uh, one gets his 
tongue ripped out. Like, all sorts of, like, really awful shit happens to these kids and everything. And, and But yet it's fun. Yeah, and, it's uh, super fun. There's definitely... It, this is one of those movies that you find yourself yelling at the screen. You know? Like, Roger, when every time he would, like... You know, there's a, you know, there's many times in this movie, so it's not a spoiler, where Roger, uh, who's like one of the two kids who's, you know, who makes it, so to speak, him, him and Sal or whatever, they're all they're all together, and he just constantly runs away from them, like abandons them. I know them. it made me so I'm like, dude. But he doesn't just run. But away he's from, like, not me, not me, demons. He'll, he'll jump out of a window before like. Before, yeah. He's sticking out his neck for these yeah, characters. Yeah, he's like, fuck all right, people. I like, I, I do like there was a scene where he's like, maybe we should just pray. And it's like, <laughs> and, and you just laugh at, I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I, there's there's yeah. such a deliberateness to this movie that it's hard to believe that, like, they were like, no, this is a really good line. This is a really good idea. Like, they were, they were like, no, we know this is ridiculous. Let's yeah. just have fun. Um, and it was. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. It, like I said, it was, it is a great movie to have in like a okay we're going to the video store renting four videos this will be the third one yeah it is a good yeah it's a good nighttime when yeah video you're winding down you're 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 kind of you're you're almost the home stretch but you need that little pick me up that moves fast yeah you know um but yeah i I would definitely recommend checking out night of the demons um i mean again most movies with linnea quigley are great Mm -hmm. um is she gonna win an Oscar anytime soon? <laughs> no, but um, I can't think of a movie I've seen her in that I've not enjoyed her in. Yeah, uh, Amelia Kincaid is again when she's when she before she becomes all demon Angela, she's creepy as is. But she's also like I I, I went to high school with a girl like Angela. Oh yeah, I you think know? we all went to high school. Right, we all went to like that goth misfit girl. Yeah, I think I was like friends with that Angela. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, so you know she's but she's kind of that like. You know, creepy, you know, goofy character that, like, you're just, like, you're constantly, like, shaking your head at, you know, and then, uh, and then, like, all the characters are just, like, these stock characters from horror movies that they just completely flip upside down and they go, okay, this guy, the, the, the jock, he's a douchebag. Yeah, it was good. The, the, the delinquent, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but yeah, and, and again, the great lines, like, you know, my mother was an acid head, used to be an acid head, I mean, come on. That's, I mean, it's amazing. Strobe lights <laughs> were. Yeah. I know, I know, but it was. It's good. I, I do really like it. Yeah, I mean, there's something so believable about these kids because, again, like I, I went to high school with them. You know, yeah. like, um, God forbid, I probably was one of them. I was, I was probably more like the Max character, who's like, so here's the plot of the movie, or here's the backstory you need yeah. to know. Yeah, I could see that. I mm. guess I'm more like Roger, but not the praying part. The more like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Fuck gonna, all you. I'm going to jump out the window. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to jump out the window, and you all can get fucking demoned, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I like that demoned. Um, yeah, it, again, stupid movie. Check it out. Uh, and then check out the remake, because I really... The I remake mean, is good. The remake is good. The only problem I have with the remake is... And it's not her as an actress, because I think she's fine in the part. Shannon Elizabeth. It's Shannon Elizabeth, because, I mean, like, if you're if you're drawing comparisons to the characters, you know, from the original, where it's like, there's no way that the Shannon Elizabeth character was the awkward goth Shannon girl. Shannon Elizabeth is there to be hot, is what it is. Hey, that scene is great. That dance scene with Titanic. I agree. Uh, we're that's like, hot. That's really hot. Um... Yeah, I, I I really I really dig the remake. I was surprised. Edward Furlong, go support your boy Ed. Uh, who's also kind of a 
dirtbag. Yeah, he was, but I meant like, like, oh, like in real life. In real life, like he totally, you know, Monica Kina, who the lead in that film, they were dating, and he like she had to get a restraining order on. Really, him. I didn't oh, know yeah. any about any of this. I mean, I knew he had like problems, obviously. Oh, he's got him. a lot of problems, but, but he's not happened. bad in that movie. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, uh, what was it? I mean. I don't know. I guess that's what happens when you're like a star at twelve or whatever. Yeah, 18, when, whatever. How old he was when he when they when they like when Terminator. Yeah, when you get taken to Japan to record an album because you're never you've never been a musician in your life, but suddenly like they're like, no, we want you to be a yeah, singer. Yeah, we're gonna do this, and uh, and yeah. he became like I mean he was a megastar, and then he became a dirtbag. But yeah. that being said, Night of the Demons the remake is actually pretty good, and he's actually pretty good in it. Um, do you know what what else? the crow? Did you ever see that the oh. crow one with Edward Furlong? Dude, it's weird. It's like Edward Furlong, Kirsten Dunst, and like no, no, Kirsten Dunst is one before that. I wait, remember... David Boreanaz, isn't that? No, it's it's here we go. So I, I remember this really well. Oh uh, wait, it's Tara Reid. It's Tara Reid. It's yeah. Tara Reid. Because Kirsten Dunst is the is in the in crow one, before yeah, yeah. with um. I think his name's Eric Mabius and and Tara Reid. Yeah. No, no, Kirsten Dunst, and then the guy who plays uh Walter yeah. Peck in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Weird. And then the one that you're talking about is, has... Is Tara Reid, David Tara, Boreanaz... I, I, why did I want to see Dennis Angel. Hopper, but... I, mm, I don't think so. Are you sure? Not. No, I'm not. Okay, because I really have this weird feeling like Dennis Hopper. Yeah, look it up, because I really feel like... What was it? Crow Wicked Prayer? Yeah! Oh, my God. Because there's... Let's see. There's Crow, Crow City of Angels, Crow Salvation. That's on Kirsten Dunst. And then I think... Wicked I'll, Prayer! Oh, man, another franchise that kind of went off the... Danny Trejo. Oh, Dennis Hopper is in it. Yeah, he is. El Nino, that's his name. The child. Stop. Um. Oh, yeah, Tito Ortiz. Man, this is a fucking great film. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. The, but the yeah. Night of Demons remake, really good. Check it out. Uh, watch the original, though. It's fantastic. Get together with some friends. Rent it. Go find a video of it because the, the, you can't... You got at least to look at the bo- the the cover art because it really did as a kid. Oh man, it, it... Edward. All right, side note: Edward Furlong's um, main picture on Google is his mugshot, and that's his like professional profile. I I just didn't I didn't know. Oh anyway, my god! Anyway, Night of the Demons. Yeah, check it out. And uh, hey, uh, also uh, check out our Instagram page at uh, video underscore vampires. Yeah. Um, go to, we're on Facebook and, Yeah, uh, message us. Message us, tell your Unless friends. Unless you're a creep, don't message us. Yeah, don't, creep. don't, yeah, don't message us if you're a creep. Um, but message us if you want to talk about movies. Yeah, and, uh, if you have any ideas, we do listen. Like I said, we are going to do Night of the Comet soon. Uh, one of our listeners recommend, one of us. Oh, hell episode. yeah. And I was trying to work that out with Steve so we can get his, somehow get his father-in-law Steve. involved. Oh my god. Because his father-in-law produced it. Might as well abuse abuse all friendships, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that'd be awful if we never spoke again because of that. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you guys for yeah. listening, and uh, we will see you soon. Bye. Peace. Bye. This place was once a funeral parlor, wasn't it? What was that? <laughs> We're going to get out of here.